Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. What is it now, Karen? Episode 19. Hello and a warm, warm, belated, bloody welcome back to Wink. Um... It's an overcast September afternoon. Um, I'm Joe. And I'm Beth. Um, yep, we've had a little break from the podcast just with the world reopening again. We've been very busy, but we're back. I'm actually going for to real. right now at when our last episode was. The last episode was published on the 16th of June. So it's been over three months. But we move on. But we go again. Yes. Round two. And how have you been, Bethany? Life has life has restarted. Yeah, a lot has happened. I have actually had coronavirus. Touch wood. I was absolutely fine and double vaccinated. I had a very, very mild dose, which I am very grateful for. And other than that, I've just been living, laughing and loving. <laughs> Uh, I've been much the same. I feel quite. We both we both actually started new jobs as well. Yes. So I feel like that's fed into the business. Mm-hmm. Life has been on the go again. We can go out, go to the pub, go to the Leonard Club. Although we are getting to the wrong, the wrong <laughs> yeah. side of twenty five. Yes, which brings us on nicely to Joseph's birthday, which was the other day. Um, he has a scratch card which I bought him, which he's going to do live oh on the God, podcast. Yeah, okay. So if you, yeah. if the recording suddenly stops, it's because Joseph's one. Oh wait, actually, what is the? So this, this is a Wads in your wallet scratch card by the National Lottery. What's the top prize? Five thousand pounds. Oh right, well I thought maybe it was going to be millions and we could. Oh no, I don't think so. Um, but yeah, twenty-five again. As I've been saying, much like an old man. Yeah. 25 again <laughs> um, I actually had a really well actually I had a I know I had a good birthday yeah so I was working unfortunately um, quite tired had an, oh I had a nice birthday in the end I was working it was a pretty bad 
shift, I was rushing out on time to catch a train which I missed, to get to Edinburgh to go to a gig to see Nigel Rogers and Chic. Literally every single person I've said that to is like, oh, who's that again? And then I start singing Everybody yeah. Dance or <laughs> Le Freak, and everybody goes, ah, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Honestly. Every disco song, basically, every disco that song you've ever heard obviously, of. Obviously, like, produced, like, Daft Punk, yeah. Let's Dance by David Bowie. He played um, Like a Virgin on Material Girl. Mm-hmm. It was honestly the best gig I've ever been to. I'm going on Sunday. To Playground? Yeah. Right, you need to go and see him, it's brilliant. Yeah. Are there still tickets for that? Oh, I'm looking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's Ignore us. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> we're just waxing lyrical. If you ever have the chance to go and see Nara Rogers and Sheik, go and do it. Because the guy is a living disco legend. Okay, we're scratching now live. Scratching. Okay, so we find a national lottery symbol to win a prize. Or we find a cash, a wad of cash symbol to win all the prizes shown. So there must be prizes underneath. Okay, number one, here we go. It's a gate key. Don't know what that means. 40 pounds. Game two. Oh, it's a gold bar, 200 pounds. Game three. Just remember, we need a little lottery symbol. Lottery symbol, that's the tenor. So we're sending it to him 50 quid so far, we've three more to go. Mm-hmm. Need a lottery symbol or a wad of cash. Oh, I thought that was cash there. <laughs> it's just, it's 5,000 pounds. That doesn't mean anything. No, nothing on game five. Okay, last right, one. This is, this is it. So we need, um, we need some luck here. Yep. Hail Mary, full place. No! Bloody coin, it's a dud. Oh well. Oh well. You win some, you lose some. Happy birthday. <laughs> Cheers. So what else have we been up to? You've been on holiday. I've been away on holiday, yeah. I went to the Isle of Mall. Mm-hmm. Spent some time on the West Coast as well. Beautiful. Beautiful weather, beautiful scenery. Stayed in a quite an up market. Hotel actually. Okay. <laughs> I never asked, but okay. <laughs> Can't hide money. <laughs> um, with that comes a certain level of expectation, shall we say? <laughs> okay. Not necessarily for me. I thought it was nice. I don't. We, I've, we've never stayed in like a fancy hotel like that. Yeah. Like we'd normally just go and stay with friends or. Yeah. Can't. I'm just saying, podcast listener, I've not heard anything about this holiday because he's been waiting to tell the story on the podcast, so I don't know anything about this holiday. Well, there's, it's, 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 it was a good holiday. Um, it was called like a spa hotel. However, you had to pay £25 a head to use a jacuzzi. Which surely oh. it should be like included in your, in your expensive room. So just the jacuzzi? For how long? Because of COVID, they were making you book in and oh, stuff. Okay. So I was disappointed. You had to pay for the the, the spa treatments and stuff, which I, I get. That's fine. We yeah. didn't actually do any of that because it was nice weather. We didn't want to be stuck inside. I think the thing that stuck in um, our throats was the fact that the pool, if you wanted to go for a swim, you had to book in for your dues. Mm-hmm. But it was also used by, this is going to make me sound like a total <laughs> arse, but it's, I think it's the only pool on the island. Right. So it's used by school kids. Oh, okay. It's a council pool. Right. So we booked in for like our last night, like, oh, can we book in for six o'clock before dinner? And the pool shuts at seven, so you can't go after dinner. 
So yeah, that's fine. So then we came down and they were like, oh, just to, when we got there to the pool, they're like, just to let you know, there's kids in getting their swimming lessons, but there is a lane for swimming in. And we were like, right, okay. Went in, kids screaming, splashing over the whole pool, except for a tiny wee lane at one end of all these three people in it trying to swim. And I was like, right, okay, we're not doing this. We're going to leave. No. We'll come back half past six. But why would you let somebody book in? <laughs> if you're booking in for COVID reasons, you obviously want have to limit your capacity in the pool. Yeah. So why do you then let like five people book in to swim in one lane? Anyway. Mm-hmm. I did overhear quite a lot of Karens, actually. That makes me sound like a Karen, but honestly, mm. I yeah. had a good time. Um, there was this, on the first night, there was like, we were like up at the bar for a drink before dinner, and like this woman was at the bar, like moaning about her. She was like, oh, she was just like going on about her bill, all this kind of stuff. And then we were in the restaurant next to them, and then they were like t- wanting to take the service charge off of their bill, which is automatically added, and all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then there was another couple who were like at the bar, being like, oh, like they don't do cocktails, so they're already pushing the luck. Like, can you get an espresso martini? But can you make it decaf? And then we were like, they're like, yeah, but we'll just charge you per item. Like, we don't have a cocktail menu, so mm-hmm. we'll charge you for like the vodka, the cola, the and I was like, can we have decaf coffee, please? And the guy was like, yeah, that's fine, we'll make decaf, but it will still have Kahlua in it, which is coffee. Mm-hmm. Like, just so you know, she was like, yeah, but as long as the coffee's decaf. And then her husband's like, yeah, but Kahlua's just coffee flavour, so that'll be fine. Like, very, very like, abrupt across the yeah. park. The next morning, they were in at breakfast, and mm-hmm. they'd ordered porridge or something. And then, like, I heard them, kept, kept, like, they were very loudly talking to each other about how bad it was. They were like, oh, it's just, um, like, slop or something. I was like... It's porridge. <laughs> That's what porridge is. Yep. Um, and then somebody came over to like ask if it was okay, and they were like, "Well, the porridge isn't very hot, and it's just quite sloppy." Um, and then some they were very busy, so they're like, "Oh, I'm very sorry, I'll go get you fresh stuff." And like the waitress was then like heading away, and she was very like, "Oh, she's just walking away like that." I was so mortified. It sounds like a pretty shitholder, to be honest. <laughs> Wait, maybe for them. I had a good time. We were like, we went, yeah. we saw like dolphins. We went to like a beach, okay. like fire set. Like you had to beach yourself, all that kind of stuff. And we, we were but like very hyper aware of all these like very demanding yeah. people. Yeah, I was going to say, and as is the Scottish way, we focus on the negatives. No, no, because you know where both of these instances where these people were in that posh hotel. Yeah, but you know where they were, they were from. Don't say it. I think you can tell where they were from. They weren't from Scotland. <laughs> all right, they were making a big scene. But anyway, Bethany, I thought I would get myself into the boots, the boot-cut jeans of a Karen. Okay. Um, Here, can I just say boot-cut jeans are um, very Gen... Is it Gen X? Is it Gen Z? Boot-cut jeans are very TikTok. They're back. Are they? Mm-hmm. For that kind of country western type of song. We were actually dancing to... Um, Five, six, seven, eight, and yes. a couple of week where we doing our little like showing our age really. Um. Okay. So here, here we go. This is my list of things that that I disapproved of on my holiday. Okay. Okay. There was a pube in the bed. Okay. <laughs> I mean, who wants that? Um. Was it the before, before we slept? Before, before we slept tonight. <laughs> There was a few in the bed. No, we did like jokingly did like the four in the bed thing when we got oh, to the room. Okay. We were like running our hands along the top of the doors and stuff. It was immaculate. It was very. We're not like that, but we yeah. pulled the covers back and we were like peeing in the bed. I, I don't care. Like that happens. Like you wash your bed sheets, hairs stick to it. It's just static. Yeah. Um, Pubes happen. Yep. 
thirteen pound for a veggie burger, no chips. Mm. I was a bit disappointed. Yes. But I didn't complain. I just said, "Well, I'm on holiday. I'll just pay for it." He's muttered under your breath. <laughs> we just looked at each other across the table. Like, <laughs> Disgrace. The green omelette for breakfast was unappetisingly green. Oh. <laughs> Don't you just hate that? It was still spinach. Oh, okay. Mm. But it was advertised as a green omelette. Oh, fuck no, day. <laughs> spinach doesn't do that for you. It's more no? broccoli. Mm. Broccoli, cauliflower. Okay. Things like that. Only single track roads on Mull. Get a grip. <laughs> it's 2021. Okay. I got sunburnt. <laughs> Again, nobody's fault but Mull. Yeah. Um, and last but not least, um, sitting having breakfast, I thought the sun was far too bright. <laughs> Do you know that, that <laughs> I have read TripAdvisor reviews like that? <laughs> Honestly, I could have had my sunglasses on. At the <laughs> I thought it was a disgrace. Oh, that was what that was what that that woman said. The woman about the porridge. She actually said when the, when the guy was walking away to sort out the problem, mm-hmm. she was like, "Wow, wow, <laughs> he's just walking away." <laughs> oh, it was it was so. I had a good time, believe it or not, contrary to the last <laughs> five minutes, I have actually had a good time. That's good. Talking about um, kind of coronavirus and Karens, I've kind of, you know, in the past few weeks sort of been thinking there's kind of two types of sort of coronavirus Karen. You know, you've got on the one hand, you know, the people who are almost kind of disappointed that the rules are relaxed now because mm. they can't police other people <laughs> for like breaking the rules so they're now you know saying things like can't believe this music festival is happening um don't you know there's a pandemic going on and all that sort of thing you know they're disappointed the rules are over because they were the best at following the rules mm-hmm. you know they were the type of curtain twitchers who if if their neighbour didn't have planning permission for their shed, they'd be phoning up the council straight away. You know? And then on the what other do you call hand... Like a grief merchant? Yeah, yeah uh-huh, just not and happy. I'm a bit like you. Not happy unless there's <laughs> something to moan about. And then on the other hand, you've obviously got the kind of, um, you know, masks are ruining our civil liberties and I will not be vaccinated and going on, you know, um, anti-lockdown marches and, and things like that. I oh, know, they are polar opposites, but... Yeah, but do you know what I mean? How this idea of a Karen is just very sort of... <laughs> diffuse. Diffuse, yeah. I did have somebody at work the other day being like... Because it's not, it's not used... Like, the word Karen is not used in, like, common conversation that much anymore like there was, no. a, there was a while where like yeah. the phrase was very very commonplace but you know it's 2021 meme culture things just like yeah through them rapidly but somebody at work the other day was like i am not normally a karen but i really am going to phone this person and complain and i was like <laughs> fair <dues>. yeah <laughs> feel free to call in i'll leave the email address yeah okay so you know we love a we love a submission. Um, it gives us something to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we got one recently from uh, James. James messages on Insta. 
cartoon with a little clip mm-hmm. clippings from an online news article um, and a little birdie tells me James that you're a very big fan so shout out to James loyal listener very loyal and he has in his own words scoured the web at every opportunity to find <laughs> a Karen worthy of submission so thank you James really appreciate the effort and he's got it absolutely spot on the comments are underneath a Nestv News article about an Afghan family enjoying life in Scotland after escape from Kabul. Um, now, I saw this live as well, live on Nestv News as well. Um, because it's just a screenshot, I can't go in to read the article. But by the looks of the picture, you know they are just simply outside in the sunshine. I think they're the, walking in Kilgore Park. Actually. Okay. I remember from the from the news article, it's like a couple of couple of guys, mostly women and children. Yeah, outside in the sun. And um, James has just sent us a handful of of comments. I won't read them all, but I'll just go through some of them. So we've got a comment here from someone called Jan, who says they don't look as if they've been starving. <laughs> oh my god! How? Um, we've got another comment from David who says, let's hope they don't start ripping off the Department of Working Pensions and begging on the street. Which to me is a bit of a juxtaposition. Yeah, <laughs> if, you were, if you were claiming benefits, then you would be in a house and you wouldn't be begging. Well, anyway. And then this is, but that's and like then, a prime example of how these people just open their mouths and yeah. let their bellies like, That then, doesn't even make sense as a criticism. Yeah. But do you know what's really sinister is that at the end of that comment, he just says, good luck, with a winky face. Which to me is just the most sinister. Yeah, that's a bit <laughs> foreboding. Yeah. Because I think also the part of the story was, I think possibly one of the group was already in Scotland and these people were rescued from Afghanistan and able to join him. And he has enjoyed taking his family up to Fort William or, or Loch Lomond and showing them like Scotland scenery, all that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I think there were a lot of comments being like, oh, how, how did they? How can they afford a car straight away? But yeah. there's, there's people here that can't. It's like, well, obviously there, there must be more to, to the story yeah. than the eye, right? They've not come over and just been given a car. It doesn't work like that. Mm-hmm. Or maybe they have. Maybe somebody charitable has. Yeah. Um, Does it, is it any skin off your nose that this <laughs> refugee family got to go and enjoy Loch Lomond? Like, get a grip. Yeah. It's the... The way that I sort of see stories like this and looking, I can in a way kind of sympathise if you're going through a really hard time and you're, you know, you're in a way looking for someone to to sort of blame. I can kind of sympathise with that. But the way you've kind of got to think about it is it's not going to make your life any better by being angry at these people. It's not going to make your situation any better. So while I can kind of sympathise, I think their anger is directed to the wrong people. It's a, cl- it's a classic, doesn't it? You deflect your, yeah. your anger at the system towards yeah. the vulnerable people. But then they're also, you know, tentatively, I think somebody in one of the comments that James sent is kind of floating the idea that, you know, there's people here in Scotland that can't afford to go up to Fort William or Loch Lomond. I'm like, well, well, why aren't you, why, fo- focus your ire there then, not not on these innocent people that have come over from a, a, a war zone. Like, how's it, how's it their fault that... that people are in this country it's not their fault that people in this country are poor yeah that's you need to look at the system and james has also sent another comment just kind of what you were talking about there i I don't uh, very bizarre 
How did, yeah, how did they manage to save so quickly and tour the Highlands? Most people can't even afford a steak, let alone car, petrol and a holiday. I, I don't know where they... <laughs> <laughs> don't know where she gets her steak. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I'm a vegetarian, I, don't eat yeah. steak. I don't know how much steak costs, but... I, I just thought that was a very bizarre. Most people can't afford a steak. I don't know if that's maybe... You know, She's been unpacking her shopping at the time, looking at the, the price of a steak. Yeah, I think it'd be quite, quite pricey to be fair. Um, but these are also the same kind of people who would slag off, like, you know, quote unquote, like white people here, like Scottish people here, who are, you know, you know, it's a classic like Daily Star headline: mum, single mum of five on benefits, lives in flashy six-bedroom house yeah. with. 30k car that kind of thing mm-hmm. they would absolutely tear those people to shreds and then they have the cheek to go on to an article about refugees and say well what about all the Scottish people that are poor yeah it's like pick <laughs> pick a side uh, choose a hill to die on seriously yeah but anyway thank you James thank you James and if you want to send anything in you can find us on Instagram at whatisitnowkaren or email us at whatisitnowkaren at gmail.com Karen of the week. Okay. What, so what have you got, Chris? I actually don't know what Bethany's going to tell her about. Just as obviously we were talking there, um, first podcast back, you know, back at it. <laughs> it might be short lived <laughs> based on this story <laughs> because Ofcom have recently listed new offensive terms. Nice you can see where this is going. <laughs> So, however, what I'm potentially worried about, among gammon, Ramona, libtard, snowflake... <laughs> you can't say that. <laughs> that's <laughs> because that's like a portmanteau of... Okay, right. This is the quote. Okay, we're just quote, 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 quote I'm not, yeah. I'd... Ramona. So, among gammon, Ramona, um, libtard, snowflake, is Karen. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, we could be over before it's even begun. But to be fair, remember I think when we start when we started this podcast, I remember. Remember I was saying to you, my mum was like, "Oh no, I know I know some lovely people called Carrie. You need to be careful." Blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. I'm like, well, as we always say, it's a general term. Yeah. And, and I think and if we're getting, I think I don't. I think it's a bit of a stretch to say that Karen is like a slur. Yeah. Oh, also, um, boomer. Um, Apparently as well. Snowflake's um, not a slur, come on. <laughs> Turf. That's not a slur. Um, That's a fact. <laughs> anyway, so um, a few um, a few places reported this um, this story, and of course people came out in their droves. Droves. I can't think of the word there. Their droves. And it was really hard to pick one sort of Karen of the week. It was really difficult. So maybe I could go through a few and we can yeah. maybe pick pick yeah. who our Karen of the week is. So Dale says, Interesting word, gammon. As it can refer to the skin colour of someone angry and I'm led to believe that anyone who uses a word to discriminate based on skin colour is called a racist these days. <gasps> Shut up, Dale. So, 
Dale thinks that gammon is actually racist. I'm guessing towards pink men. <laughs> Angry pink men. Like Alan Brazil, have you ever seen that? <laughs> <laughs> this is Alan like, Brazil discrimination. Like Pierce Morgan wo- walking out of um, GMB. You know when your face goes pink and you're yeah. angry. But like without getting into the you know the deep arguments around racism, you can't really be racist towards white people because racism is a you know an institutional structural thing, and white people are always, you know, or on the whole are privileged versus people of colour. So yeah, okay. Aunt has said woke is the most abused word in the UK at the moment, especially by Gammony cancel culture snowflakes. Gammony, is that us? Gammony, Gammony cancel, cancel culture, culture snowflakes. snowflakes. <laughs> <laughs> How many um, words de jour has he managed to get but in there? He says, but he's just used all those, all those words <laughs> that he just used are in the offensive list. So he says woke ought to be the top of the banned list. But from what perspective is he is is he quote unquote woke or is he quote unquote a gammon? Zoom not in, tap 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 on his profile picture. Mm, oh, he's got he's got an overlay on his he's got an overlay on his Facebook profile picture. <laughs> One of his, do you know what? Uh, I, I love our NHS and like they'll have like I love our NHS yeah. health for heroes like overlay on top of overlay, so you can't actually see who they are anymore. Yes. Um, um, interesting word the word woke actually. Yeah. I don't. It's a. It's, it's actually become, it's been like co-opted by people who don't like political correctness, if you know what I mean. Like, yeah. I don't think if, like, we wouldn't describe ourselves as woke. But probably someone like Anne or Chris would describe us as woke. So it has, but they, it's almost them that use it exclusively to describe yeah. people who are, you know, not diddies. Or not um, right-wing Brexiteers who love the good old days where being racist and homophobic was just a bit of banter. <laughs> so it's just... And then... Nicholas Sturgeon was actually getting interviewed and somebody said, like, by like an English TV channel or uh, English news channel or something. Um, and they were like, would you describe yourself as woke? Because she is, you know, kind of forward thinking about yep. equality, diversity, trans rights, all these kind of things. And she was like, actually, I would prefer not to label myself as woke because it has all these connotations these days. Yeah, but I think woke is actually, I read something recently and it kind of, I could be totally wrong here, so I might take this out if I'm totally wrong, but I think it comes from African-American culture, like to be awake. Yeah, yeah it's like yeah, African-American like, vernacular English, mm-hmm. um, like woke. So it's weird that like you've gone from that to like all these like angry <laughs> gammons and Karens like s- calling people like yeah. a woke snowflake. And even if we did, you know, use the word woke to describe ourselves, like why, why do they think it's an insult? Yeah, <laughs> to be uh, to be socially aware. The minute the minute you call somebody or the minute you say to somebody to stop being so woke, you've you've outed yourself as a, a bigot in my eyes. Yeah. Because, yeah, the argument of, oh, you can't say anything anymore these days, like, can't take a joke, like, yeah, you, you can joke about anything. It's all about, you know, intention and context and, you know, 
all those things kind of in between that. Respect. Yes. I actually forgot this is maybe my favourite. Is it gammon? Yes, because it's a racial slur. <laughs> <laughs> because it can only apply to a certain ethnicity. Snowflake? No. That is an accurate description of someone that goes <laughs> into meltdown easily. Oh, that is hysterical. So obviously the words that are pejorative towards him he doesn't like, <laughs> but the words that he likes to use to talk about, yeah. you know, people who are socially conscious, they're not offensive. Yeah. But we've spoken about this in other podcasts before, how the, the people who are very vocal on you can't say anything, everyone is so easily offended... They seem the most affected. (laughs) We've spoken about that plenty of times, but it's just, it keeps coming up again and again and again. I think if you're going to call somebody a snowflake, I think you should just accept gammon. (laughs) Just accept it. If you don't want to be called a gammon, don't act like one. (laughs) It's as simple as that. Yeah. Okay? Gammon Gammon is not a racial slur. It refers to an angry ruddy-faced, typically white man. So, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, we're, the, ga- <laughs> the gammon refers more to the state of anger. <laughs> Sorry to change the subject, but I don't know if this was a mistake, but the um, the picture used on the, the Times is a picture of um, Smithy and Nessa from Gavin and Stacey. What? Why are they on it? Oh, I know, and the reason that I can't find out is because I'm not subscribed to the Times, I've got a paywall. But do you remember last year when they were singing Fairy Tale of New York and on the Gavin Stacey Christmas special, they sung Fairy Tale of New York and sung it with the F word? Oh, yeah. That makes sense, right? Okay. But anyway, do we think do we think Chris wins it then with his um, Gavin is offensive snowflake? Gammon is the worst slur in the history of humanity, but woke warrior snowflake is completely fine. Yeah, but also special mention to Anne by with the Gammony cancel culture snowflakes. (laughs) Gammony cancel culture. Special mention to that's a tongue twister. Gammony cancel. Gammony cancel culture snowflakes. Yes. Gamini cancel culture snowflakes. But are they not two opposites? Gamini cancel culture snowflakes. I think we could be here all day dissecting that, but yeah. Well done, Chris. You are our Karen of the week. Cancel culture as well, to me, is just something about it it's like if people say see when somebody is rightly called out for something like oh they've just been cancelled it's like well no yeah. people are holding others to account for their past unacceptable behaviour like and mm. then the minute these people start talking about cancel culture it almost diminishes the seriousness of it yeah. so if you if you say somebody gets rightfully pulled up about something and then like oh this is just cancel culture at it's worse blah 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 it then makes it seem like this kind of trivial social media pylon yeah which in some cases it is but that's just part of it part of it is is you know saying to people that behaviour is no longer acceptable yeah you need to atone for it yeah I think where I kind of I'm not on board with well first of all I don't know if really cancel culture exists how many times has Piers Morgan been cancelled and yet 
he's constantly he constantly moans the, yeah. he moans about being cancelled from a national platform and he's yeah. now going to go back to, about, he's going back to work with Rupert Murdoch and, uh, and Andrew Neil. no who's that woman that was involved in the phone hacking thing Katie Katie something oh. Brooks t- oh yeah something yeah. like that mm-hmm. I don't know so those three haven't worked together since phone hacking. So that just goes to prove, you know, you can do something despicable, give it 15 years and you'll get yeah. back together thing. Um, mm. Would you say Prince Andrew's been cancelled? Um, what a question. Um, I suppose he's still really, is he not still living under, I don't know what it's called, the duchy or something. He's still receiving a lot of like public money, but I haven't seen him really in any sort of like, did you used to see him? Oh, <laughs> day to day. Seen him. I haven't seen him down, down the high street. I haven't seen him down the co-op in ages. Um, I don't know. I only mentioned it because there was an article in the Times as well saying good news about Prince Andrew has to be shared. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> nope. Well, if, you're talk- if you're talking about him, like, he is cancelled in my eyes, like... In my eyes, he's cancelled, but I don't know about sort of, you know, general cancelled. I'm going to read, there's a Twitter account called Politics for All. Right. And it just tweets like little snippets of news and things. Um, And they had tweeted this article from the Times, and then they've essentially summarised the article in this tweet, and they've said, New! Prince Andrew saved a dog's life. It was about to fall out a window and the alleged rapist ran over and grabbed it <laughs> just in time. Just them um, talking about cancel culture and things. When you first said that, the thing I thought of first was Jamie Godley. Oh yeah. Scottish comedian, now regardless of what you think of her comedy or, or anything like that, um, I don't know if I necessarily agreed with the pylon. You know, she said some horrific things. Yeah, but they've been known about for a long time, like, because there was a subsection of Twitter which found her very annoying, and I yeah. also found her quite annoying. And all these tweets came to light, and everybody, she, she used to just essentially like block everybody. Yeah. I do um, think, though, there is a point. So see if she'd came out and said, I still stand by why all these horrific things that I said. Fair enough. You know, that is, you know, abhorrent. But there has to be a point where you can, you know, that I said that in the past. I am ashamed. I don't agree with, you know, I, my views have changed. I have, I'm a better person now and I apologise wholeheartedly. There has to be a point where you've said something in your past and it can't keep coming back to bite your nerves, essentially. As long as you Yeah, are, but did you come out and say that? Yeah, uh-huh, uh, uh, she's like, I unreservedly apologise. Um, I'm okay. ashamed that I've said all those things. But what I will say is that she's saying it now. She's saying it now that it's cost her a, further, a, a payday and a bit of fame on these coronavirus adverts. Whereas before, when it was all blown up on Twitter, like a year ago or something, she would just block everybody and she didn't acknowledge it. So, mm. to me, to me if, if you're, I, I think, I think if you've done something wrong and it gets noticed and you get pulled up for it, I think that's the, that's the time for humility and an apology. And rather than a year or whatever down mm. the line when, when, it, when, it, when it costs you a pay slip. 
Yeah, also, she's not that funny, but that's just my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, because you kind of hear it, sort of stories cropping up by the name, like maybe um, lower league kind of football players and stuff. They'll, there'll be a tweet from when they were 14 yeah. and they're now in their 20s, you know, saying something that she shouldn't be saying. But then they, most of the time they come out and apologise yeah. and move on. <laughs> and that's fine, that's the way you do it. Mm-hmm. Um, my my biggest takeaway from the Jamie Godley saga was actually the tweet from 50 Cent and he said, Jamie Godley, take your big ass to sleep if you don't like what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, and on that note, <laughs> that's all we've got time for, folks. <laughs> we are going for some lunch, I think. Yeah, yeah. get a big rub. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you fancy? I don't fancy anything... West Endy posh. I mean, you can just get a, a pub lunch. Okay, something light. Oh, Got tap dancing today. I'm getting that pub lunch in. I fancy like Mac a. Mac and cheese from Thailand. Or I'm thinking like soup and a sandwich. Soup and a sandwich, right. But like from a from like a a greasy spoon, not a um yeah a posh West End. Um, send us in your favourite places to eat. In Glasgow. Or your favourite pub, actually. Mm, yeah. Sends in your favourite place for a, a, a pub lunch. Instagram is, or... Um, Which is, it's not really what she just is now, because we're going... No, I, like I just mean I'm just interested. <laughs> I'm just interested to hear where everybody likes to go. Yeah. Because I went to the Thornwood recently. Sister bar of the Admiral, which you took me to a few weeks back. Mm. Very, very... Very, I was going to say very, very, very enjoyed it. <laughs> enjoyed it very much. <laughs> enjoyed that thoroughly. Enjoyed that thoroughly. And that was episode 19. That was episode 19. Um, As always, messages, email us, what is it now, Karen at gmail.com, what is it now, Karen on Instagram. Follow us, like us, subscribe us, leave us a review. Yes. Because I noticed after the last episode when I said leave us a review, nobody left us one. Not on iTunes anyway, so get your finger out. Yep. And we will see you... Hopefully soon. I think we're We really need to get back on... We need to start being strict. I think we're going to be every two weeks. I think every two weeks is realistic. Okay. So we'll see you, not next week, but we'll see you in two weeks. (laughs) Bye. Bye. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. 
That's stamps.com. Code program.